Surprise, surprise. Tom Allen actually names Taven Jackson the starting quarterback during his press conference on Monday. What does that mean for the Hoosiers? What does it mean for Taven Jackson, especially heading into a big week against Louisville? You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Tuesday, everybody. You are Locked On Hoosiers, the one and only daily IU podcast, part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Appreciate you guys tuning in making us your first listen, wherever that may be from. I'm your host as always, Jacob. Today's episode is sponsored by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. I I don't think it's an understatement to say very surprising move from Tom Allen on Monday as he names Taven Jackson starting quarterback for Indiana. Surprising because... Anyone who's followed this program over the last two seasons knows how much he uh, protects who's going to be the starting quarterback and doesn't reveal that information. You saw it heading into week one this season when we learned, hey, he actually didn't pick a quarterback. There's two quarterbacks. You saw it last season between Jack Tuttle and Connor Bazelak that he doesn't leak anything. He tries to keep that sort of an advantage, that sort of an edge over an opponent. But I think there's some reasons why he did it this week. We'll talk about that in a minute. We've spent the last couple of episodes talking about why Taven should be quarterback one. If you want to listen to that and, and kind of hear that rationale, you can go listen to our show right after the game on Friday or on Monday's episode. Let's talk about what these guys had to say, what Tom Allen, what Taven had to say about this decision. Tom Allen said he made the decision on Saturday. He didn't want to make any kind of rash decision walking off the field, though, as we said, you can look at the snap count, the play count. It seems like they made their decision on Friday, but they went about Saturday, made the decision, watched the tape, solidified. All the coaches were in agreement. He brought the two quarterbacks together on Sunday, sat both of them down together in his office and told him the decision, which is unique he said he hadn't done that before his reasoning was that he basically uh quote wanted a crystal clear message he wanted to kind of avoid uh any sort of he said she said or i was told this and you were told that type of thing he had both of them in there he said uh he gave his rationale to both of them in the same meeting and told taven he would be the starting quarterback he had some interesting comments because I've seen the sentiment from a number of people that just watching these two play on the field, Taven looks to be the much better option. And why was this ever a debate? He sort of addressed that a little bit, talking about Taven not really being that good of a practice player, or maybe a better way to phrase it, being a better player during games than in practices. Here's what he had to say Tom Allen did. Quote, actually, I think he plays better than he practices in regards to even some executional things. Some guys are like that. When the lights are on and the pressure's on and you got to make those throws and you got to make those plays and people are in your face, you're getting hit, He Taven makes those plays. Certainly, he w- made a lot of the, the throws he needed to make against Indiana State and 
I mean, some of the throws that didn't even count were, were really big throws, and he was making the right plays against Indiana State. Granted, it is Indiana State, but uh, he was making the right plays nonetheless. Taven was asked about that as well. He spoke after Tom Allen did. Quote, uh, I feel like if you would go to any QB, practice is different than a game. Practice is almost harder. I feel like when I step on that field, uh, I let everything go and just play free. Fair enough. Whatever the rationale is, they came to the right conclusion. Did it cost them a game along the way? Would they have beaten Ohio State if Taven was just the guy? Uh, If that play calling was going to be the same, then probably not. But ultimately, they came to the right conclusion, and they did it quickly enough that IU still... It, ultimately, there was no damage done. Maybe you would have had a better shot at a, an upset against Ohio State, but nobody was thinking that was going to be a win. So IU still 1-1, one one, which they needed to be, and now they have their starting quarterback moving forward. Taven spoke about it a little bit, as we just mentioned. Said this was a dream come true for him to be a starting quarterback in college football. Uh, interestingly, uh, well, first we'll say, Trace Jackson Davis uh, talked to him. Uh, he said, quote, good job, young king. Don't look back. He kind of laughed and said, uh, Trace isn't really the, um, maybe the emotional one, so to speak, or anything like that. He certainly showed emotion when he played basketball, but uh, he's not quite the, the emotional one when it comes to things like that. So the fact he said those words, uh, Taven said meant a lot to him more than the words themselves. So clearly a connection there. Uh, he at, he was asked about if uh, he's leaned on his family at all. Taven throughout kind of the beginning of his college career, his father was a college football player himself. I believe at Washington state, obviously trace, uh, I believe they have a sister as well. That, that was a college athlete. Another funny quote, uh, I don't know if I can say my brother had competition or adversity because we know what he did. He kind of said with a laugh, said he's, he's spoken a lot more with his father about that, about battling through that adversary, uh, adversity with his father, his sister, and really leaned on them for uh, kind of guidance in that regard. And it, it was interesting. Taven said he spoke to his father after being named the starter First thing his father said was to go check on Brennan Sorsby. Go make sure he's all right, because if the shoe was on the other foot, you would want that. So it really seems like he has um, some really good people guiding him in this. Now, interesting heading into this contest. This is going to be his fourth time playing in Lucas Oil Stadium because Taven racked up some, some hardware in high school with a number of state finals appearances and titles. Uh, he, he spoke about kind of the difference in Lucas Oil versus anywhere else. Uh, quote, the turf is very hard. The lights are very bright, which figuratively and literally, uh, there's going to be a lot more focus on this game because it's in Lucas Oil Stadium, and literally the lights are very bright. He said receivers have a hard time uh, kind of tracking the ball if you're not used to playing in Lucas Oil because of how bright the lights are. I don't know how bright they're going to be on – Saturday, it's a noon kickoff, but nonetheless, there are differences. But Taven is certainly very familiar. Uh, however much that matters, it's not like it's a baseball uh, field in in professional or in the MLB where 
different stadiums play differently. I mean, ultimately, it's a pretty uniform field that you play on in football, and you, it's just a matter of playing on turf versus playing on actual grass. But all in all, I'm surprised, pleasantly surprised, that the Hoosiers have named a starting quarterback. I thought there was a good chance he was going to play coy until Saturday and wait until the game started for us to figure out that Taven is the guy. Now, I think it is actually a very smart decision to name Taven the starting quarterback, and I want to tell you why here in just a moment. First, let's talk about today's sponsor, Game Time. If you guys are going to the game on Sunday, I just checked before we went live or before I went live recording. Uh, there are still there are plenty of tickets available on the Game Time app for Sunday's game against Louisville in Lucas Oil Stadium. And the best part on that Game Time app, as I say time and time again, especially in a place like Lucas Oil, you're going to see uh, your seats from inside the app. You can see what you're going to see, what the view is going to be, things like that from the app, which is hands down the best feature. Game Time is the place to get last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. If you're a procrastinator like me, you can wait all the way up till Saturday and get the best deals on those tickets. Exclusive flash deals for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Game time guarantee means you'll always have the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Lockdown College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Lockdown College for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Big thanks to you guys, as always, for making us your first listen, and I hope you guys are tuning in on Fridays to Locked On uh, Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. You've heard us talk about it all the past couple weeks. Fridays, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Every Locked On College YouTube channel will have College Football Kickoff Live. They'll cover the playoffs. They'll cover rivalry games. They'll give you the in-depth analysis only Locked On can Catch it every Friday, Locked On College Football Kickoff Live, 11 a.m., 1 p.m. on any Locked On College YouTube channel, Locked On Hoosiers included. I, I, I think it's, in this situation, I, I there are some pros and cons to not naming and naming a quarterback. I thought it was really silly the last couple years to not name one heading into week one, but given there was some validity to it. Ultimately, I thought the it made more sense to name a quarterback versus not. The same kind of goes here. And especially in season, and especially when multiple guys have played, you can kind of get a little bit of an edge maybe if there's tape on both guys and say we're not going to name a starter yet and then Louisville has to spend at least some time this week preparing for Brendan Soresby and what he may do differently than Taven Jackson. How much their game set, their skill set varies. I don't know that it's a great deal that you would have to, it's not like you're pre preparing for Michael Vick versus Tom Brady, where they're playing two very different styles. Taven and Brendan are largely speaking 
similar quarterbacks. One of them might be a little bit better running. One of them might be a little bit better passing, but there's not a huge gap between them. So I could understand if Tom Allen didn't name a starting quarterback. I wouldn't have agreed with it, but I would have understood it. That being said, I think it was the right call to name Taven the starter on Monday. For one, it gives Taven a lot of confidence. He's now heading into the week knowing that he's going to be QB1 for now and into the at least short-term future. There's going to be a Dexter Williams question uh, to be asked here in the next couple weeks, and I'll mention that in a minute. But he's there's no more wondering if he's a starter. Both guys spoke about it after the Ohio State game. Neither seemed thrilled that they were splitting snaps, as you would expect them to be. But it really made it hard to get into any sort of rhythm. And so I thought, I think it's really important in that regard, you name a starter. Taven himself talked on Monday about how part of that question about practice being harder than a game was him saying, look, practice is kind of where a lot of the the decisions on the starting quarterback was being made. And he was worrying in practice. If he made a mistake, does that mean he's going to get less snaps? Does that mean... He might not be the starter anymore. What is going to be the consequence of a mistake he might make in practice? You don't have to worry about that anymore. You're the starter. You've earned that spot. And I think that part's important as well. His play earned him that spot. It wasn't kind of by default or we had to name somebody. His play earned him that spot. So I think Taven, this decision gives him a lot of confidence heading into Again, a really important game against Louisville. It gives the team some clarity, uh, as well as maybe a little bit of confidence. Taven now is your your guy, your quarterback. You're heading into this week with Taven as QB1. He's going to be taking all the snaps with the first team. There's no more splitting snaps throughout the week. Uh, There's no 50-50 on this. Taven is your guy. He's taking those QB1 snaps. That means he's going to get a chance to build more chemistry with the first-teamers, something that it looked like he didn't have as much in week one against Ohio State. It was there a little bit more against Indiana State, probably a lot more. So maybe it's something reading a little bit too much into with a small sample size, but it's important. It doesn't make it any less important that he's going to get a chance to continue building chemistry into – the season now with these guys and with his receivers, his running back, uh, running backs, his linemen, things like that. So that is certainly important as well. It gives the team confidence that they know their guy is back there. And he, again, I said this a minute ago, he earned that spot. He played really well against Indiana state and he was rewarded. And the team is going to take note of that, that, If you play well, you're going to be rewarded. And that adds a little bit of incentive maybe for some of these guys to to really perform at a high level and see that if the coaching staff, the coaching staff is going to see that and you will be noticed if you play at that high level. This is also now a chance for Taven to win this starting quarterback position. It's unclear how long he is going to have as the sole quarterback, and this is the Dexter Williams discussion that I mentioned, we don't know when Dexter Williams is going to be back. Right now, I would say Taven is definitely getting games against Louisville and Akron. 
and then potentially probably a game against Maryland uh, to three games to kind of put his stamp on this and make the argument that he needs to be the guy over Dexter Williams. There could be more games. I say up to the Maryland game because then that is I use bye week. And if you were going to integrate a new quarterback, it would be during the bye week. A lot of this just simply depends on it when Dexter Williams can physically ramp things up and is physically cleared. So I don't know. Maybe Taven gets the Michigan game as well. Maybe the the Rutgers game. I think the longer he has, how do I word this? The longer he has is obviously better, but there's some win. There's a lot of winnable games there. Louisville, Akron, winnable games. Maryland, we mentioned. A tough game, especially at College Park. That's going to be a tough one. Michigan, even more so, obviously. But then that Rutgers game at home is going to be a very winnable game. So if Taven can get, I'm counting Indiana State as a win for him. If he can get, you know, two, three, man, even maybe four wins under his belt, it's going to be really hard to bench him for Dexter Williams, even if Dexter Williams was your guy net or last season. If Taven can rattle off a number of wins here and really put his mark on this position, can you realistically take him out and put in Dexter Williams, who's coming off a major, major injury? Even if he's, he's recovering ahead of schedule, that's a major, major injury, and you're trying to reintegrate someone in the middle of the season. So this is a chance now. Taven kind of passed the first test, not kind of, passed the first test, beat out Brendan Sorsby, and now he has some runway to make his imprint, to make his stamp, to make his case that he needs to be the guy. No, the guy until Dexter returns, just outright the guy. So a very interesting, very important time for Taven and the Hoosiers over the next month or so as their schedule really picks up heading into Big Ten play. There's two names Tom Allen mentioned on Monday that I want to talk about as well. Former high school teammates that had big games on Friday against Indiana State. We'll discuss them here in just a moment. Let's talk about FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all new customers who bet $5 We'll get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. The Hoosiers uh, line is staying the same. They are 10.5 point underdogs, uh, 53.5 over under on this one. Man, I said it before. Louisville's good, but this IU team feels like it it could be impressive. 10.5 points is a lot. I would take the Hoosiers plus 10.5 right now. But the best part is you don't even have to risk it because if you bet that money on the Hoosiers, you're going to get bonus bet, bonus bets back anyway with FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Tom Allen spoke again about this uh, takeaway belt, not turnover belt, takeaway belt. He corrected a, a reporter on that. He loves the word takeaway versus turnover. 
sure at some point uh, he's explained that, but takeaway belt is what this is called. He said it, it was something Noah Pierre came up to him during the summer and said uh, that he he kind of spearheaded that. I don't know what his exact words were, but it was Noah that went to Declan McMahon to talk to him with his WWE connection. If you guys didn't hear that story last week, Declan McMahon is the grandson of Vince McMahon of WWE, the, the son of Shane McMahon of WWE. So he had a connection there, and that is a legitimate belt. Tom Allen said that is a legitimate belt. It has some weight to it. So uh, the Hoosiers have a legitimate WWE takeaway belt with some IU uh, markings on it, IU logo and whatnot. So cool story on that one. I just love that it's actually an, a belt. They use the, the Declan McMahon, Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon uh, connection to make sure that was legitimate. It's not some knockoff from Walmart. Uh, Omar Cooper and Donovan McCauley, two guys we haven't talked about a ton. We mentioned them on the live show uh, after the game. Obviously, Cooper specifically had a really big game for the Hoosiers against Indiana State. And at the same time, Donovan McCauley kind of went under the radar a little bit because of how good of a game Omar Cooper had. But he, too, also had a strong performance for the Hoosiers. Tom Allen spoke about both of them. Pretty lengthy quote that I want to share with you, and we'll, we'll kind of talk about a couple different things from it. But here's what he had to say. Quote, everybody loves to catch the ball, get yards, and score touchdowns. I look for what they do when they're not. They're unselfish guys. Yeah, they want the ball. When you think about last week, Omar didn't have much production, and then boom, over 100 yards and a bunch of catches. I made a big deal about that. He stayed the course. I'm sure he wanted to catch more balls last week, but at the same time, every week is a little different. Same with Donovan. Donovan is a gifted player and once again continues to elevate his play at receiver, and that's got to continue to grow. Expected even more this week. Uh, continue to become a complete player. Both of these guys, they love to compete. They love to play the game. They're really talented guys that just love. I just love having with us. Not surprised that they're doing well. Expected them to and want to continue to see them grow and develop within our system. Just keep bringing it every single week. Uh, with Cooper, this was a, a nice performance to see for someone that came in with a, a fair amount of hype, buzz, anticipation when he committed. Indiana got his commitment and kind of had to hang on to it at the buzzer uh, when on the, the national signing day and whatnot and didn't play a lot last year as a true freshman didn't play a lot in week one against Ohio state. It's hard to really know how much the wide receivers really in the, even in the, factored into that game and snaps they got. He factored into the game on Friday. He came in when cam camper, EJ Williams both went down with injuries. There's no update from them on injuries and here's how things are going to work. Uh, with IU having to release an injury report two hours before the game now, all college uh, teams will have to. Tom Allen has basically said outright, I'm not talking about injuries. You'll see it on the injury report two hours before the game. So we're not going to get any sort of update on Camper or Williams until Saturday, almost certainly. But Omar Cooper stepped in when those two guys went down and really, really played well. Seven catches in 101 yards. Uh, 
easily his best game, which isn't saying a lot because he's played a lot of games, but this he could really be an option for this team moving forward, even when guys are healthy. It gives IU even more depth, another guy that can be a legitimate option on this team and, and play legitimate snaps. He's injury insurance because clearly, to some degree, Indiana needs that, as you can see. But overall, he's just a talented player that Indiana is going to have to get on the field more as seen in that Indiana State game. Again, as we said, it's Indiana State. There's a caveat there, but it was a big game nonetheless. And, and to that same point, Donovan McCauley made an impact in this one. Four catches, 58 yards, was targeted seven times. Um, it was a little bit of what he didn't do as well. If you guys remember, it was highlighted early on in the game that there was a play where blocking downfield, it might have been on a Jalen Lucas maybe reception, uh, where a lot of guys would have had a, a big block coming back and blindsiding someone, and that would have been a penalty and uh personal foul and just a, a really negated a, a big play and instead he played it very smartly he basically just cut the guy off so that he didn't have the angle anymore didn't blow him up didn't get that penalty and tacked on some more yards to Jalen Lucas's I think it was him Jalen Lucas's big play instead of taking yards away with a penalty those are the types of things I think Tom Allen's talking about when he's saying outside of them making catches and things like that they're making plays for Indiana as well. But even then, McCauley, I think this is his best game as a receiver. Four catches, 58 yards. I know that doesn't seem like a, a, a ton, but it's baby steps. It steps in the right direction. It came against uh, Indiana State, but that means that still means it's a step in the right direction and he's improving. Hopefully it, it continues an upward trajectory throughout the season he's able to have bigger games against the Louisville's the the Maryland's the Rutgers because he's a, a supremely talented gifted player and if he can make those big plays and become a legitimate option for Indiana again it only means good things for the Hoosiers to have a lot of talented wide receivers hopefully these two are able to continue building on a strong performance against Indiana and become more legitimate options when the Hoosiers are Knock on wood, 100% healthy moving forward as well. Thanks again, everybody, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every single day. Tomorrow, we're going to take our first look at Louisville, what's in store for them. Thursday, we're going to have a crossover preview episode uh, with Locked on Louisville and Dalton Pence. And then Friday, we're going to have uh, kind of the, the last-minute things you need to know, matchup storylines to watch, things like that. Pre, uh, follow us on Twitter if you guys have not already. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave those ratings and reviews that help us out so much. But most importantly, go though, guys, I hope everyone has a great Tuesday. And as always, Elio.